I'm Ellie Pittenger, and I'm here to talk about the Greensboro sit-ins. Um, so I want to start off with the beginning of the movement. This was during the 1960s, when Southern states were still mostly segregated, and that was not a strange thing. Southern states did not enact the desegregation laws as quickly as the other states did. This was not fair for these African American people, and they took action, but they used a non-violent course of action. Um, in 1960, four students from a local college decided that enough was enough. They decided to show the white people of the area that things were still segregated and that needed to be changed. They decided to target a local business, Woolworths in downtown Greensboro. The four of them, Azel Blair Jr., David Richmond, Franklin McCain, and Joseph McNeil sat at the segregated counter at this diner. The waiters, waitresses, and waitresses and managers refused to take their orders and serve them. As a result of the result of this, these students did not get up until closing time and came back at the opening of the next morning. These students returned the next day and brought more of their friends from their college. They filled the entire counter so no one could, else could sit in order. They occupied these chairs all day, every day. The store was still not serving them just because of the color of their skin. The store, as well as other stores, were losing, was losing money because they had no business since they were not serving anyone. The news spread to other towns and states, which caused people to follow up by the example and occupy other stores. They demanded service, and they did not receive it. The, re the reaction of the locals also was major for this time. Throughout these nonviolent forms of rebellion, there was violence towards these people. Other teenagers and sometimes adults became violent with these nonviolent protesters. They used their fists and sometimes baseball bats and other objects to hurt these people. The white people in these areas thought this would make the African Americans stop their protests, but it didn't. It actually brought more attention to them. The result of this nonviolence were that people did not stop at just hurting them but by actually got police involvement. The Woolworths store in Greensboro called the police on the teenagers, and they came and demanded the African Americans leave, or else they would go to jail. After just over a month, there was a big change. Many stores desegregated and started serving the African Americans. This proves that the nonviolence is a good way to protest, and it makes a big difference. The Greensboro sit-in was proven to be effective and allowed African Americans to sit where they liked and order at restaurants freely. Guest here today with me, Jordan Armstrong. With um, she's an expert about the George Wallace standing in the door incident. Yes, um, thank you for having me today, Ellie. It's a pleasure to be here. So I just wanted to have your opinion about just like these civil rights movements because I know that the Greensboro sit-ins and this schoolhouse movement was were kind of similar. Yeah, they were similar, but they were also very different because. They were from opposing sides. You're, the sit-ins, which I think was a courageous thing for those students to do, but it was from a black community. It was from their outlook, whereas George Wallace was against integration. He was very into segregation. He was standing in that schoolhouse door preventing those two students from entering Alabama University to keep everything segregated. So I think it's interesting to see how these movements are sparked from both sides. I agree. It's very interesting because both were very effective in like adding publicity to the whole segregation still in the south mm -hmm. and um there we 
which is very interesting because his position gave so much attention that it reached the president. Yeah. And he actually had to do something about it. That is crazy because with the Greensboro sit-ins, they just became, there was publicity on it, but it didn't reach that national level. level. Yeah. It just kind of allowed, like, it allowed other communities and towns and states to see that this was an effective way of a nonviolent protest yeah. about segregation. So it spread to other towns, which did similar things, like sitting in a restaurant until they were served. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely interesting to see how their protest even represents them being, like, downplayed in society. Like, it took a white man going against segregation for the president to get involved, whereas these students were protesting nonviolently, which is great and smart of them, but they were only getting local attention rather than national, which is sad to think about because they deserve it. And that was Jordan Armstrong on the Greensboro sit-ins and the uh, George Wallace standing in the doorway. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed learning.